But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, Goodness and faith. Praise God. Life, it's okay. <laughs> Laughter's good for you. It's good. Is that all right now? Meekness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Father, bless your word tonight. Speak to our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Y'all are so much fun. I mean, I don't mind telling you. Y'all are fun. If one thing about this outfit, it ain't dead. I don't believe we even sick, do you? <laughs> oh, man, I, get, I, just, I just love to share with you. And I just, uh, you know, I appreciate you being here. You could be anywhere else tonight. But you know, this outfit meets on Sunday night, and uh, I think we ought to be here to see what God might have to say to you, because we don't know what the week holds, but God knows, and he knows we need him. But the fruit of the Spirit is goodness, goodness. Well, I've heard it spoken, goodness, goodness, you know. You okay, Dean? All right. Get that out of the way. I want to just I want to just talk about three little simple things: supernatural goodness, sensible goodness, and spiritual goodness. Now we know that what the psalm says: surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I'll live in the house of the Lord forever. I don't know what preacher I heard say this one time. He said, this is two angels that goes with us as Christians everywhere we are. Surely, goodness and mercy are going to go with us. Never to leave us, never to say. So let's think about supernatural goodness. Now, this is out of our realm, okay? Supernatural meaning it's of God. It can only be of God. It can only come from God. You ladies missed the hilarity part. <laughs> hey, praise the Lord. <clears throat> uh, Daryl, you have something to add. One of our speakers this weekend said, it's good to start your day off with laughter. Lynn wakes up in the morning, looks over, and goes, ah! <laughs> He's still here! He's going to live a long time, boy. Please do. 
Please do. Well, when she's stressed out, I just best thing I can do is go to the hen house. <laughs> Supernatural goodness. Now we understand supernatural. That's beyond superman. Supernatural starts with the personality of God. Have you thought about God having a personality? You know, we talk about people. Oh, I just love to be around them. They have such a wonderful personality. But to get to know God in a personal way, it, we think about the personality of God. In Psalm 25, 8, I'm not going to turn there, the Lord is good. And it says, and he is glad to teach us about goodness. Now, the Bible talks about us as sheep, Christians as sheep, who have gone astray who have turned every one of us to our own way, and because we did, God laid the sins of us on the shoulders of Jesus. The government shall be upon his shoulders. You know, we are the people whom he died for. We think about that personality of God. You see, the, the Lord is good. We know that through his word. The Lord is good. We know that through our life, that, that he, as he speaks to our heart. And, and you, you ladies who are coming to this uh, uh, fearless class, hey, we need all that stuff. We need it for the glory of God. We need it to, to meet tomorrow's needs because tomorrow is going to demand out of us. It's going to demand out of us. Tomorrow, Good News Club, it's graduation day for all of our fifth graders. And Lynn has worked so hard on the invitations to make sure every parent knows that their fifth grade child is going to be graduating out of Good News Club tomorrow. They, that's, that fifth grade crowd is going to take the word of God into the sixth grade with them. And I've done, made my own plan. I'm going to make sure that I speak to every one of them and give them my business card and tell them, hey, if you need me, here is my number. I'm not going to necessarily force and say, hey, y'all need to be at First Baptist. Okay, because some of them are in church. But I want them to know that, hey, I, as pastor of this church, am available to them through the personality, the, the supernatural personality of God through us as individuals. Now, when we think about this, not only the personality of God, but in this supernatural goodness, uh, there's the peace of goodness. Psalm 33, 5. Listen to what he says. The earth is the Lord's and it's filled with his goodness. You know, it's time to start cutting the wild onions. Flowers are coming forth. Tulips are coming up out of the ground from a bulb that survived this hard, cold winter. 
turnip greens, the collards got burnt. I mean burnt. Well, I cut off what was good. I didn't pull them up. They began to put back out new growth. I mean, I'm hoping I'm going to get collards in April. Okay? What is that noise? Is that this thing? Deader than four o'clock. I don't know what it is. But God is good. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. When things aren't going well, God is still good. When I'm glad, God's good. When I'm sad, God's good. When I am mad, God is good. I mean, it's the personality. When we look at him, we see him in the pages of God's holy word. When, he, when we open up the scripture, you know, listen, there is no book like this book. Many of you read, and you read books. And when you get through that book, you know what's in that book. This class you ladies are taking again, you're going through this book. When you get through, you're going to know what's in that book. And through what you know, you're going to want to share that information with somebody who, who did not get it. You see, it's, it's, it's not necessarily who the teacher is or who the preacher is. It's what each one of us as individuals, through the goodness of God, get out of the word to go and share it tomorrow with somebody. You don't know who you're going to come in contact with tomorrow, but God knows who you're going to face tomorrow. He knows already the problems that somebody is going to share with you tomorrow, and you're going to be able, through the holy word of God, to say, look, let me just show you how good God is is and you're going to have some who say well if God's that good why am I having such problems then you got to go back to the root okay do you know the Lord have you been saved well maybe the reason you're having this trouble is God's trying to get your attention because we don't respond to God until he gets our attention we got to realize first if the person is lost they got to realize they're lost and we have to question them. We have to talk to them. But don't, for goodness sakes now, don't let us put ourselves so far above them that they say, well, you're so high and mighty, here I am, a low-down sinner. You know, hey, we've been there. If, if we are saved, we know what it is to be lost, okay? And we think sometimes, if I could just walk in their shoes. I thought about that, thought about that this afternoon uh, in being able to share my business card with these parents tomorrow. If I could just get into where they are and try to understand what they live with every day, maybe, maybe we could reach them better. Maybe we could convey the message of a supernatural God who loves us just like we are. There was a lady here this morning, precious lady. I don't, I don't really know her other than this. What I wanted to share with you, uh, Monday, we, when we get to Good News Club, we have to go in and get a cart to load up all the stuff and roll it in. And as we rolled it in the door, there was a lady standing there with a little child. And I said, how you doing, ma'am? She said, I'm doing fine. I've been wanting to come to your church. I said, well, come on. We would love to have you. She said, but I don't have clothes to wear. 
I said, ma'am, what you got on is just fine. She was here this morning. Hey, we, we've got to touch people, y'all. That's what it's all about. It, it makes no difference what they look like, how they're dressed, where they come from. We're talking about the goodness of God who wants people to come into his house and be a part of his kingdom. I made this statement some time back. I never was, when I was a ordinary layman, never was I ever ashamed to invite somebody to where I went to church to hear my pastor. Never. Because I knew he was going to give them the word of God. Without question, they were going to get something that they could take away. Not only me, but those of you who would gather around a person who you do not know and to love on that person. You see, you think back, somebody loved on you to the point that you invited Jesus into your heart. Somebody, somewhere with me, it was a vacation Bible school teacher who loved me enough to share the word of God. What? how good God is, his personality, his place of goodness, but, but his pardoning goodness. A God that could look at me and say, there's some good there. I want to save that individual. I have a work for that individual to do. You see, God's not created anybody that he didn't have a plan for. Okay, now listen, now don't, don't take this the wrong way. You as an individual may have been born out of wedlock. Is that an accident? No, it isn't. You are a creation from God, and God has a plan for you. We need to understand that God is that good who could take nothing and make something out of it. The Bible says he created the world. He spoke it into business. Now, hey, when we speak it into business, we don't have anything. So with the word of God, he spoke it into, into being. And, and we also notice the peace of his goodness. Listen, write, write this down, Psalm 34, 8. Here is an invitation. In this scripture, it says, come, taste, and see. Okay, I'll just go on and tell you, I, I messed up today. I eat too fat, greasy chicken legs. I'm going to have to stop it. I don't know how in the world I'm going to tell Yusuf without hurting his feelings. I mean, I am serious. When I walk in the door and he knows I'm there, he goes and gets the plate and puts two and sometimes three legs on it and sets it off to the side so when I get there, the little girl's head plate says, okay, what else you want to go with this? It's already sitting there. I'm going to have to go to rabbit food. I mean, no, I don't look like I'm overweight, but when I bend over to, to try to get my shoes buckled up, I'm wondering if I'm going to have enough oxygen to make it back up. I mean, hey, I, I'm, taste, I can taste it before I get there. That's premeditated something, isn't it? He says, I want you to come and taste. Now, what does that mean? Lynn, sometime will fix a new dish, and she'll say, taste this. 
Okay? I'm going to taste it. You know why I'm going to taste it? Because I trust her. Because I've teased her before. I said, look, you know, it'd be so easy for you to poison me. I'll eat anything. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You know how big an eater he is? He just eat too much. I trust her. God says, come and taste. I trust him. And he wants me to taste what he has in his word. The word taste carries with it the idea, hey, something is going to be good here. So when I look at taste, I see that I need to trust God with his word. I need to taste of it. We, um, we look at that, it says taste and see. That's two of our senses, okay? He wants us to use two of them. Sometimes we come away from the dessert table. We get back to the table where we're seated and <clears throat> somebody says, what is that? That's such such thing. Who made that? So-and-so did. Let me taste of it. You let them taste it. Ooh, I want some of that. Tasting. What if you couldn't taste food? Mm. He says taste and see. Look at the word taste. Taste or think about the word taste. Trust him. Okay, not only trust him, but the letter A is for allow him to walk in us. Walk in us. You know, we're going to make a lot of steps after we leave here this evening. We're going to make a lot of steps between this evening and Wednesday service. You know, we need to allow God to walk in us as we taste of life along the way. The word taste, the letter S, is we need to sense his personality. It's a supernatural thing. Sense, not only his personality, but sense his presence. You know, I don't know about you, but I, I can... I can sense his presence, and a lot of times he makes it known because he'll send a wave of cold chills over me when I'm not cold. Sensing, tasting, trusting, allowing him, sensing. Listen, you know what he wants to do when he says taste this? He's wanting us to team up with him. The letter T there and taste again. He wants us to team up with him. He's got a wonderful plan, a plan of goodness. By tasting of what he has for us. And then the, the letter E in taste is for entering into a sweet fellowship with the Lord. You know, he wants to do that for us. So he says in that verse of scripture, in Psalm 34, 8, taste and see. You know what else he says? That the Lord's good. That the Lord is good. Hey, I'm not always good, Okay. You're not always good, but the Lord is good early in the morning, noontime, evening, night, midnight, two o'clock in the morning, whenever God is good. He is awake. He never sleeps. He never slumbers, and he hears the cries of his children, okay? Supernatural goodness. Secondly, sensible goodness. Now, when we think of sensible goodness, we have to use the word practical, practical goodness, just down-to-earth goodness. In Luke chapter 6, verse 27, it says, we are not to only love our enemies, but we're to do good to them. 
Bible says we're to pray for those who despitefully use us. Pray for those who hate us. Is it trouble for you to pray for them? This is not our nature, by the way, praying for our enemies. You know what our nature is? I'll get even with them if it's the last thing I do. I'll get even with them. The Spirit, we, we need to ask the Spirit to lead us and speak through us when we come across our enemies, those who have used us, those who might have taken advantage of us. And they're out there, y'all. There's probably not, a, not an adult in this room right now that hasn't been taken advantage of somewhere, sometime, or been talked about in the wrong kind of way, or been mistreated by somebody. We've all experienced it. Well, yes, we need to pray for them. We don't have to rub shoulders with them again. But we need to pray for them. I hear that thing whistling. Not only practical goodness, but we're talking about sensible goodness here. Not only practical under that, but pity and goodness. In Romans 12, 20, listen, it's easy to be good to those who are good to you. It's easy to do something nice for somebody who has done something nice for you. But you know what Jesus said in Matthew 25, 40? He said, if you've done it to the least of these, my brethren, you've done it to me. So if we're good to those, we've done it for Jesus. If we've clothed them and fed them and visited them when they were sick and, and done our part for them, he said, you have done it to me. But when we, we don't care about the sick and we don't care about those who are out there and drowning in this sinful world, then Jesus said, that's, that's how you are treating me. Then there's a prayerful goodness. You know, the, uh, prayer is one thing that, that all of us can do. Private, I'm talking about private prayer, okay? I'm not talking about audible. I'm not talking about out loud praying. I'm talking about private praying. There shouldn't be a one of us in this room that is saved tonight that doesn't pray. Every day, during the day, Prayer is, is, is goodness from God. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 15, never return evil for evil, it says. Always return good for good. Only as the Spirit of God leads us. Sometimes, y'all, listen, we don't know what to pray for. We don't know how to pray if we do know what to pray for. And so the Spirit, utters the, our, hey, the best we can do, the Spirit of God gets it and delivers it to the throne of grace. You know, sometimes we wake up in the night and can't sleep. So we begin to pray and all of a sudden, you know, hey, we don't remember. We probably didn't even say amen and we're going back to sleep. That's okay because the Spirit of God knows. He, hey, the Spirit doesn't sleep. You and I go to sleep. The Spirit lives in us, but he don't sleep. Jesus don't sleep. The Bible says my God never sleeps, and neither does he slumber. He don't take it easy. He's there for you, and he's there for me. We're talking about the goodness of God, not only supernatural goodness and sensible goodness, but last of all, there's the spiritual goodness that God has, the spiritual side. And therefore we come up with, with Psalm 23, 6, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I'll live in the house of the Lord forever. 
When we think of this spiritual goodness, we think of reaping, okay? Reaping. What are we going to reap? As I said this morning, it's garden time. People are going to plant, hoping they're going to reap something. And when we think about reaping, Galatians chapter 6, verses 6 and 7, God promises that we will reap exactly what we have sown. If we sow hate, we're going to reap hate. If we sow love, we're going to reap love. You see, we're always paid for what we do. Not necessarily money, but we will receive. And the next thing, not only reaping, but the reward. God's got it, y'all. We don't have to earn it. He just wants to give it because his youngins are living for him and doing what he asked them to do. I want to turn. I don't want to try to quote this verse, Luke 6, 38. If you want to flip over there right quick, Luke 6, 38. Thank you for bringing your Bible. Luke 6, 38, listen to what he says. Give. Ooh, we don't like that, do we? Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you measure, if I cheat, somebody else is going to cheat. With the same measure that you measure, it shall be measured to you again. It's going to come back. Now, when we think about that reward, if we give, God has promised to give back. Now, don't give out of a grudging heart. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give $100. And I just know God's going to give me two back. No. If that's the way we give it, he's not obligated to give anything. We need to give over and above of our abundance and allow him to do what he wants to do with us and for us. So we reap when we give back. And then what's the results? Ecclesiastes 11, 1 and 2 says, give generously. I think it was Jerry Clower who said, be a hilarious giver. Just laugh all the way and give that God might receive the glory out of it. Give generously. Because our gifts will return to us later. May not be tomorrow. Because of what we have given today. May not be tomorrow. May not be next week, next month, next year. But God doesn't forget about his children. He knows where we are and what we're doing and what we have. And the Bible teaches us that we are to divide our gifts among one another. You see somebody within a, has a need, we need to be willing to meet that need. Help them meet the need. If we can't meet all the need, we call others alongside and say, hey, can you help me meet the needs of this individual? And you don't have to brag about it. You don't have to advertise it. God knows when we give over and above the abundance. He says, teach us to number our days. Well, how many days do we have? Don't know. I heard this quote one time from a man who was a silent Christian. Very seldom did he ever say anything, but when he spoke, every word made sense. One of his mottos was this, waste not, 
won't not. And I've tried to adopt that. Don't waste anything. Teach our children not to waste. Listen, we're in a generation of young'uns where, hey, if I don't like it, I'll take it. If I don't like it, I'll throw it away. Waste not and want not. You know, hey, we're doing our part to share the word. We do our part to, to share the love of God, and we need to teach our children to do the same thing. Okay? Supernatural goodness comes from God. Okay? Sensible goodness towards others and spiritual goodness for ourselves. You see, God don't want us to leave ourselves out. He wants to be first. Put others in second place and put ourselves last. And he said all these things will fall in line according to Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for the opportunity you give us every day to share what you have given us. Lord, I, I thank you again for every person in this room. Thank you, God, for their faithfulness to be back tonight. Bless their homes. Bless their families. Bless them tonight. If some have to go into work tonight, bless them. Those that have to go to a public job tomorrow, bless them. Give them safety to their work. Help them to be a witness on the job. And God, honor their faithfulness and bless them as only you can. In Jesus' name, amen. And whatever.